Hello, this is Angus Fowler, and you're listening to the Purple Orange Podcast. We cover issues. We don't have the straw, then we can't drink the drink. And first-person stories that matter to the disability community. It's about learning what we can do rather than what other people think that we should or shouldn't be able to do. In this episode, we'll be chatting to Christine Priest all about... Sex, 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 sex. Producer Kerry Shear has the story. Christine Priest thinks we should talk about sex more often, especially in the disability community, where it can be treated like it doesn't exist. Silence about sex has caused her a lot of anguish. I went through suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety. I had a nervous breakdown because of all around sex. You know, and I look back at it and I'm not ashamed of it. If I can just get that one person to say, look, you know, that's me too. Maybe I can get some help in having sex and looking after my own sexual health care. And so Christine chose to share her story of overcoming stigma and assumptions to embrace herself as a sexual being. We sat down in the Botanic Gardens to talk about sex. Just a note on the recording. While it is suiting to be sitting amongst the birds and the bees, it doesn't make for the quietest background. Also, another note, this podcast does come with a trigger warning. We do cover intimate ground and we do discuss things that may be distressing. I didn't lose my virginity until about five years ago and I'm now 40. Um, I was very, like, insecure. I thought, you know, I didn't love myself, I hated myself because I never thought I'd have sex. I never thought I'd experience an orgasm. And why didn't you feel those things were an option for you? Because the incontinence I held back because I was very embarrassed. So I felt really alone. So had you talked to medical professionals before about your desire to have sex? Never. I kept it really bottled up until I found it cracked. Why didn't you talk to anybody before medical about it? It's embarrassing for us because it's not spoken about with people with disabilities. And I think the assumptions is a huge thing. It's, you know, we've got to break through those assumptions. It comes from the medical model of disability where we need to be fixed, we don't have no desire for sex, we shouldn't engage in having kids or, you know, having same-sex relationships or be transgender or see sex workers. When Christine was at her lowest, a doctor did what seemed miraculous to her. He broke the silence on sex. He just treated me like another, another person. He treated me like a person. He forgot about the disability, you know. This was the turning point for her. This doctor opened the gate for her to talk about sex and her fears around incontinence. He goes to me, there's lots of people with colostomies have sex. And that was like a, a ding-dong moment in my brain. It's like, wow, if I had one of those two, I could have sex. She made the decision right then and there to get a colostomy. Oh, my God, it has been the best decision I have ever done. I think it's opened doorways for me, you know. My self-esteem is out there. I can go out, have a good time, not worry about it, you know. So it took care of her biggest fear, but there were still other worries. What would I feel if I had sex? Because, let's face I have spina bifida and you have paralysis. What would sex really feel like for a person like me, you know? Would I actually be fulfilled? Christine still didn't feel able to talk about these concerns with anyone, but she was determined to find out. And turns out she didn't have to wait too long either. 
Well, I was out shopping in a supermarket and there's this other guy, he kept checking me out and you know, I introduced myself, I said, oh, my name's Christine and he introduced himself and you know, we joined on Facebook that moment and so that weekend going on, I went to his place and that day we had sex. That's all I wanted, to feel what it's like to have sex, because I could, because I had a colostomy. Did you guys have, did you know, did you have conversations beforehand? Did, when did you tell him that I have colostomy? No, stuff? he didn't find out until I was naked. He did not know, so yeah. And he wasn't ashamed of it or anything, he was very open about it. It doesn't, it's not an identity, you know, it's just another thing on your body. Who cares? And Christine's fears about whether she would be fulfilled... Turns out she didn't need to worry. I don't know, I can't say like what is the normal experience because everybody experiences sex differently. But for me, it was great. You know, I could feel things, you know. I, had, I experienced an orgasm, which was euphoric, you know. We got no sleep that day, mind you. <laughs> How did you start to change the way you felt about yourself after having sex? I started to like myself a lot more. I, you know, I love myself now. I mean, I'm not saying that you know, stuck up way, but I really like who I am. Yeah, the confidence went skyrocketing. You know, that's how deprived I was of my sexual health. Considering how integral sex had been to Christine's mental health, I wondered if she thought NDIS had a role to play in this space. Definitely, I could not agree more because it's part of your health overall well-being you know just because someone's got no arms they might be able to intellectually be stimulated or physically by massage or you know someone else masturbating them sex is a human right and it should not be excluded from any education by the court system by health professionals nobody that's your individual right as a person and you know and you should be empowered to have those sexual rights you know i've met so many people who've said they were pulled out of sex ed Yeah, it's mind-boggling. People with disabilities do have sex, and we need the knowledge and education to protect ourselves. Because what do you think the impact of that would be on on somebody? You're socially excluded from society. That's what's happening. You are really disadvantaged, and it shouldn't happen. Not this day and age. Come on. If you don't have the education, it puts you at a high risk of mental health. Sexual health diseases like STDs, sexual assault, because, you know... Some guy thinks, oh, you know, she's vulnerable. You know, it shouldn't be like that at all. Christine is now on a mission to create a world where all people with disability feel safe and empowered to talk about sex. She's fueled by her own past history of suffering in silence. I didn't have that person. I really didn't have that person to, you know, talk about anything sexually related. But I want to become that person you can, you can do that with. And I am interested in the sexual health side of disability and working with health professionals and officers of the court, police officers, and, you know, help to communicate better with people with disabilities. And I have this community where everybody feels safe about talking about sex. You know, that's, that's my calling in life. Christine is currently studying a grad cert in disability with plans to do a research degree on sexual health and disability. I think and hope we will be hearing much more from Christine in the future. So what do you think? Do we need to talk about sex more often? Were you included or excluded in sex ed? Do you feel empowered to advocate for your needs? Let us know your thoughts on this episode on the Purple Orange Facebook page. Please note, 
but we cannot offer any therapeutic services. If you're feeling distressed by any topics covered in this podcast, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. We thank Christine Priest for sharing her experiences. You can get in touch with us at admin at purpleorange.org.au or phone 08-8373-8388 or visit our website at purpleorange.org.au